0: hello and welcome back to the friends of dorothy emmy oscar and tony your channel for all things theater film and television i'm alex and i'm cole and we are back with another episode of you... my super short no. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what that's from oh what is it disney but go ahead oh, okay what are, you... what are we drinking oh you're drinking wine uh, Both the box and mine's, mine's um press which is woman owned and refined that sounded like a sponsorship. We should definitely. Uh, uh, does that mean I get free stuff? Means yeah. mm-hmm. we get paid. But that, yeah, I'll take both. No, I was at the I was at the wine and beer store next to Harris Cedar and mm-hmm. I saw I wanted to get you something to have to record. It's, it's hands down my favorite. Yeah. sponsors. and I've, I've been, you haven't had press in a while. It's Long been time. it's been a minute, and I saw this one, and it was like a whole new box of flavors, no. So they have yeah. got guava, rhubarb, uh, watermelon, sea salt. Um Dragon fruit, lotus, lotus, and then peach and something, shit, peach and shit, <laughs> peach and shit. This is just great. These are just so good. And anyway, drink uh, press. Drink they're, press. They're, they're the best. And they have a soft can, which doesn't. Make oh, it's sense. like a matte finish on them. Yeah. They're like it's mm. very satisfying. Anyway, what are the we way... talking? What are we talking about tonight? The way he just touched my <laughs> can. Um, oh. uh, so we are are we <laughs> just stuff movies movies things a lot even within just one week a lot has happened yeah since we last recorded uh we saw poor things we saw Killers in the flower moon mm-hmm. i finally watched spider verse i watched it from the jump um we've had critics choice nominations come out yes and i have been obsessively figuring out a spreadsheet of tracking the awards for the season and obsessively it's driving me wild so we've got lots to cover. Um so let's start out with talking about poor things. So we traveled down to DC just to catch an early viewing because it wasn't coming to Baltimore until I think it starts it starts airing here in two days on the twenty first. Oh, so we kinda got like a first. The earlier yeah, I think I think it's like official wide releases this weekend. Awesome. Um but let's jump in on our ranking. Mind easy. One out of a hundred. Yeah. Okay, ready. One, two, three. Yeah, three, a hundred. Three, two, 1, 96, one, ninety-six. Hundred. <laughs> a, hun- a hundred. Yeah. Talk about it. There was. I mean, I'm somebody who loves movies. Loved them. Loved them for my entire life, and they've always been such an important part of who I am as a person. And I am a cynic and a critic. To my detriment, because I know you don't like. Sometimes you walk out light as air, and I'm like, well, they could have did A, B, C, or D. But I think it's just my natural love for not only like what I see on screen, but what happens behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And so usually, a lot, uh, usually a lot of what hap- what I don't like, is something I would do as like a director that's different. You know what I mean? So with this one, I walked out with. I think it was one of the first time I had nothing like super critical to say about any of the technical elements, acting, anything like that. There was of course one. But it, it didn't. I didn't need it to be fixed at all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's just a phenomenal movie. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. So, if you don't know, Poor Things is the latest film by director Yor- uh, Yorgos Lanthimos. It um, stars Emma Stone, and it's a sort of Frankenstein-ish type film mm-hmm. where it's a... Person brought back to life with a different brain, um, and this woman that the Stone is playing, Bella Baxter, basically has to figure out how to function as a human. It uh, basically has the mind of an infant in the body of a full-grown woman. And relearn like, everything. Language, movement, humanity, relationships. Yeah. And what's it's right, what's wrong. Right. It's And I put this on, like, my mini-review on Instagram. I was like, it's a story on ethics, on discovery, on parenthood, on trauma, on abandonment, on... Society on social norms, ethics, like it all of it. It covers a lot: sexuality, like it does it so well. feminine fem, femininity, feminism. Yeah, like it, it. It touches really on like everything. Possession, which is another reason why I think it's a well, hundred for me, is because it does it and it does it in such a complicated yet easy to digest way. If you're mm-hmm. somebody who will embrace the movie for what it is, you'll love it and you'll enjoy it. And like, um, it got better than Saltburn. I love Saltburn. But Saltburn, I will say, does like shock value. Mm-hmm. And I, it has holes. Yeah. And it. I think Poor Things had shock value, but because what it did was honest to society and what we live in and what we experience as mm-hmm. humans. So it does it so well. And I loved every second. I want to see it again. I want to see it again. I find myself really related to Bella Baxter, <laughs> how ridiculous and, 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 uh, how much I think I and we push back on social norms. So mm-hmm. I found, I found a kinship in her, especially when she wanted to punch the baby. I was, <laughs> that's my favorite part. <laughs> I remember when we saw that first trailer, I was like, that's we looked you. at each other we're like, oh, we got, it. <laughs> we got it. Um, yeah. And I think, well, frankly, a uh, Huge reason why this movie works at all is because Emma Stone is giving the best performance of, A, her career, yeah. and what I think is, like, the acting performance of, like, this generation. The, yeah, 100%. Can you exit out of that video? It's my 80s. Oh, yes. Fucking me Oh, yeah, that's and Andy Cohen on there, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I wonder if my face... You can read it on my face. When it's, whoa, 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 whoa. Um... Yeah, this is... Sing some... to me, bitch. I can't. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> this is something that... This performance from Emma Stone is going to, like, define this generation in terms of film and acting. Yeah. Like... Yeah. It's just... It, it, was, just, it's, it was awe-inspiring it's the entire time. Re- Remarkable. Remarkable. Yeah. Yeah. And it was cool, because, like, we watched her um, Actors on Actors with Bradley Cooper before we saw the movie. Yeah. And just having... Listening to her talk about the environment that Yorgos Lanthimos created, where... They could all make the biggest choices and not, like, be afraid of them. And, like, she truly made the biggest choices at all times in this fucking movie. She really is so astounding. And what I love about this generation of actors, you know, we're definitely coming in a more, like, woke society. But Emma Stone's ability to not only be silly, like, you watch her SNLs, you watch any of her moves super bad, like, you know, anything in the past, it's... And then her going to other movies like um what's the one she did with Michael Keaton? Birdman mm-hmm. and stuff like it's her range and but also being approachable. She just I hundred percent would say in the beginning of her career, not everybody would say she'd be an Oscar winning actress. People would probably peg her as like a comedy stint, but she's able to just mm-hmm. grow and progress. Mm-hmm. It is crazy that, I mean, because... You know what's weird and I just thought about? Sorry, keep that thought. Yeah, yeah, got gotcha. you. She started comedy, and I and I would I would venture to say that people didn't expect her to go to drama and be award-winning. No. But Jennifer Lawrence, who's one of her really good friends, started in drama. And yeah. And not expect her to go to comedy. Yeah. So both of them are killing the game. They are. Well, and so I was going to say, because my first exposure to M Stone was watching Superbad for the first time when I was in, like, grade six, yeah. I think. <laughs> and the... What the fuck? <laughs> like, it's one of the most iconic <laughs> lines ever, and yeah, it's totally like she was kind of this newcomer in this very raunchy teen comedy, yeah. and to then, and then, you know, she got Easy A, and I think Easy A, like, as a bad actress would have taken her on, like, that career path where she's just kind of like a, a blockbuster cast, but, like, I think people realized in Easy A, they're like, oh, this bitch can act, can act. Yeah. like, and bring depth to things And it was cool at the Alamo, because you had told me about this before we went, how they do, like, the mini screeners the half hour before <coughs> yeah. the movie starts, and they did basically just showed half an hour of Emma Stone, like, doing Dancing. crazy shit <laughs> in her movies, and you you really <coughs> realize, like, she is just, just makes fearless choices in everything she's in, and doesn't care. It makes you want to see her live. Yeah. Know. Yeah, and, like, you watch her in SNL, too, and you're like, you really, like, and it's so cool to watch someone just... No, access that and just time. yeah love the crap anyways yeah we're talking mainly about her because excuse me we've Chipotle <laughs> you good? yeah do you hear that? the thumping? <laughs> the camera's <laughs> um, what's I say? <laughs> Or th- or talking about her. let we, well, we can't cut this. She's everything in the I, movie. Yeah, like yeah. the writing is phenomenal. Well, Mark but, Ruffalo, let's, is just say, let's, talk, let's talk about the other actors. In the William movie Defoe. Because, yeah. Like um, you've got Willem Defoe, you've got Mark Ruffalo, you've got um, Rami Yusuf. Um, all three great in their own regards to the roles that they play. Stelic. They play three di- very different things. Different like, men. Oh, it's I'm like thinking about it right now. It's like they play like the th- the three corn. Because now I'm wondering, could you make Gerard Carmichael's character like the fourth corner, and they're like the they're like the lawful good, chaotic good, lawful evil, chaotic evil? <laughs> like are they all the different representations of that Ooh. between the four of them? I wonder. If and, the, make... and like the role that like men play. Well, I was about to say, what are the depictions of the four archetypes of men in society? Yeah. Because arguably, the gentleman that she marries, at the mm-hmm. end, you know, at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, What's his name? The actor, Rami. Yeah, is the nice guy. The nice guy yeah. finished last. Oh, and it wouldn't. Sorry, so... it wouldn't even be Drag Carmichael's character. It would be the fucking her. Don't even say it. Her, yeah, yeah. the, the, the well, we uh, can't. Spoiler: the ex-husband. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Sorry, we're having major discoveries here as we talk about it. So yeah, anyway, we can't. So, we can't. It's great. Yeah, yeah. It's, so, it's phenomenal. But yeah, Mark Ruffalo, like his del- his line delivery with. He, like, because he, he plays such a hateable character, but, like, makes him so charming and pitiful. Yeah. That, like, you can't help but laugh with Laat him a little bit. And with with him and Adam, it, yeah. and it was just so well. Yeah. Willem Dafoe was fine, honestly. He was great. And, like, no, he was great. He, he played such a great dad. But he also, did. But also is that... His character was that line of, like, you know, he's a scientist, but his humanity gave Bella her humanity. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. Um, he did great. I think I... I wonder when the world is... I don't get Gerard Carmichael. Like, I remember everyone was so excited about him hosting the Globes, and then he hosted the Globes, and it was a total shit show, and then... The the cruel guy. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, like, just as a person, as an actor, as like a figure in Hollywood, I don't get it. Did you not like him in the movie? No. No. He was so monotone. And he he didn't work he did not work for me in this character. Because like, he felt he felt out of place from everything that was going on. So and, and tell me if you agree with this. And spoiler alert again, you know, he taught Bella what cruelty was yeah. in humanity. I didn't understand what what he was doing until, like, the last minute when he finally revealed what it was. Oh, same. I, like, clapped out because his, his, like, line delivery was so boring that, like, I wasn't processing the words he was saying. And so I didn't realize, like you, I didn't realize what was happening until he shows her, like, the... I needed somebody who was sinister and charming at the same time. yeah. Or somebody who you could tell was bitter about the world, but was still hopeful. Yeah, because he was. Yeah, at the end. So I agree, he was the weakest one. Yeah, from the sure. jump, it just it didn't work for me. That's like the only weak. And like we had some great. I I don't know the act- the actress who plays the woman that's with him on the on the cruise. I don't know. But she, uh, she she was great. And then Catherine Hunter is that her name? The tattoo brothel lady, yeah. She was in Harry Potter, by the way. Who was she? She was the squib or the um, the I forget her name, she was the neighbor in the um, third movie when she when Harry did the Patronus and the humans and they had to bring him to court. She was in court. She was talking about in the third movie or the fifth movie, Order of the Phoenix. Oh, it's fifth movie, it's fifth movie. It okay, fifth movie. okay, okay, yeah, okay. The I woman that was know. in the courtroom, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, okay, yeah. That's so good, cool. she was great, and she's Oscar nominated. I'm pretty sure, I think she is for something, yeah. But yeah, overall cast like 9.9 9 out of 10. Um, we can go on and on. We need to stop. We do need to stop. Go see it. Um, yes, go see it. It's right now, I think it's my favorite movie of the year. Um, it's my favorite, it's my top, it's one of my top three favorite movies. My number one movie is just like a niche movie that like saved my childhood in the sense like brought me so much joy for so what many years. It? I'm not gonna say it. Say it. I'll tell you later. No. I'm not, I'm not saying it on Okay. I'm I don't even know this, so this will be a very yeah. special moment for me. Um, okay, awards. standings. Maybe we'll do a whole episode where we're talking about our favorite movies. Go. That'd be Great. Award standings, it's going to win everything. And I am think... talking Pulitzer Prize. I'm talking Nobel Peace Prize. I'm talking NASCAR Piston Cup. I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about. i about... It's going to be a P.GOT. P.GOT winner. Um, <laughs> um, no, I do. Peabody? Yeah. What'd you say? P got? Yeah, what that's right. got with a peabody. Oh okay, oh okay. <laughs> or or, okay, or okay, Pulitzer. Okay, gotta get it. Got it got or got it. Pulitzer. Or a I think it's, it's body kind of, yeah. Um I think I'm afraid that this film will be one that is nominated for a shit ton and win nothing. I hate um, when that happens. Um because I do think it's gonna be like second place for so many people in like everything. Yeah. Um but like I mean, picture, director, screenplay. Actress, supporting actor, possibly times two. Um, e- editing, probably. Cinematography, definitely. Production design, probably. Costumes, hair, makeup, definitely. Sound, I would wouldn't even be mad. Score, definitely. Like it's it has potential in pretty much like every major Oscars category. And I'm and I will go on on a limb and say we've seen a decent amount of possible like award winning or award movies that she needs to win her second Oscar. For this role in particular, yeah, and we'll get into that when we talk about our, our next film. Yes, but also the technical categories. I'm trying to think of what could compete with it. I'm trying to see what we've seen, but like the co- like well, the one the one that sticks out to me the most is costumes, and you know what its biggest competition probably is color purple. No, what Barbie? Oh, I did love. That. That's the thing. <laughs> this is such. This is just such a st- like production design and costume it's going to be competing with barbie so, cinematography Oppenheimer is like sweeping up every cinematography award right now okay like, you, do you know what pushes it pushes poor things ahead of even color purple um uh barbie killers of the flower moon barbie those are all i want and i'm not going to say copy and paste cuz that, that cheapens the what those cost designers they have, do. they have they have references yes yeah yeah they, whereas they, and of course poor things did too like they said they've kind of modeled after certain de- what i mean is that it's fully designed and brought from someone's mind. Yeah, it truly is. Whereas, and like, Color Purple and, um... I'm gonna have a decade to work with. They're, 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 um... They have to stick with something. Fuck, what's it called? Um... Time... Not timepieces. What's the fucking thing called? Um... um timepieces? Period pieces. Period pieces, that's yeah. What it is. Period, and period Barbie yeah, yeah. is... Barbie. Ha, yeah, yeah. Has, has a baseline. Has a, yeah. But... Well, no, that's a good point, because, like holdovers too. all all the technical stuff with poor things is just like a twisted sick demented creation from brilliant people's minds and like the production design what do we learn um about the uh everything that was made was came from two different humans yeah yeah it was like it was a full on collaboration yeah. effort yeah so i it's going to be it's going to be very interesting just to see how some of the the award, the precursors to the Oscars, start building up. Um. Anyway, go see Poor Things, wonderful fucking movie. Let's move on. Yeah, Killers of the Flower Moon. That's at least ten minutes of this. Um. Ranking one to one hundred. Oh, okay. Three. No. No. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one, 67. eighty-seven. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm comparing now. I I've never like. Really I n- we never really fully cemented what the rankings are about. They're just about like our knowledge of movies and we're comparing them to things that we love mm-hmm. and kind of getting a like, grading grading system essentially. So like comparing it to everything I've seen this award season and some of my favorite movies and we'll get it we'll get into Martin. It just it's it's a phenomenal movie, but it yeah. I don't think I'd ever watch it again. Yeah. Yeah, Kills of the Flower Moon. Um adapted movie based on a book. Um, that Oh, was it a book? Uh, yeah. Okay. Not like... Yes. It's basically... Yeah, like, poor things... Actually, all three that we're talking about today are adapted pieces. Um, oh, yeah. Poor so, and Flower Moon explores the relationship between the Osage people and the um, incoming whites as they discover that oil is found on the Osage land and kind of explores the... The tensions between the two groups of people and essentially is a three and a half hour long killing spree (laughs) trying to figure out who and when is going to get caught, you know? It really, it really depicts, because when it first started, I was like, oh, I never really, you know, public schools have failed, education system has failed Americans for so long Mm -hmm. that like, I really didn't realize that there were small pockets of Native Americans that... Did benefit from the oil in the sense of like the, the natives in this movie were rich because they found it first. That was the reason why the white um, Americans came in because they were trying to steal and kill and, mm-hmm. and barter and try to get as much money as they could because it was already found prior. So it's a really cool dichotomy between like the oppressor didn't have the power essentially. Yeah, in the sense of like they didn't have the money. And the the ones that were oppressed still had no power, even though they had power, which was such a cool, yeah. like, fight back and forth, which, I, which was my favorite part of the movie, was the, and did you notice this? I didn't get to say it, so I might as well say it here, and I might be wrong, so don't come at me if I'm wrong, but um, in the beginning, spoilers, right? No, it's no. fine, it's... It's a book. It's a book. Um, it's history. They talk about every native, then some of the natives that died. Uh-huh. So-and-so died. Um, was it like un- undetermined? No. Not. Oh, oh, like how she's stating herself, you mean? No. Nope. Every, they remember they showed a line of natives that were dead and they said, death unknown. Oh, okay, and they yeah, And yeah. they wouldn't look into the deaths. Yes. And they yeah, yeah, know why yeah, they yeah. were dying. And then they had that one white woman, the guy that shot through the window. And, he, and then he walked out the door and I was like, well, I need to shoot through the door. But that's beside the point. Yeah. But they said suicide. Yeah. Which was, which was an interesting... And, and it, because, because she was shot, what that meant was somebody killed her for her money. But since she was white, they, they actually went in. Was she white? I think so. I didn't think... I thought she was... I didn't think she was white. I could be wrong. Oh let's Google that. Let's Google it. Because I was I was half paying attention in the beginning. I thought it was another it was another like native woman. Yeah, or I'll and Google the, it while you the, talk the about the it. The point was I'll lose my phone. It was just a convenience thing that like he put the gun next to her and was like, Yeah, she killed herself. Well, keep talking about it because I'm gonna Google. Um I will give credit to this movie that this so we watched it at home. Um, so we were able to, despite Scorsese, Daddy, Daddy scores not wanting us to do so, we had our own intermissions as need be. Um, but I will give it credit that, like, it didn't, like, feel fully, like, three and a half hours. Like, it did really, it, it, it was paced very well. Um, the editing was done very well, and it, it just kept rolling, which I really appreciated. Um... Yeah. Hold on okay. Um. Okay. Well, it, we'll figure. It regardless, yeah. if, if if it's what I thought, then, dope. Because that's interesting. Like these were all undetermined. This one was determined, but it was determined wrong. Right. Because the woman was white. But if not, it makes sense. Yeah. But if it, she was native. What it meant was that it was done wrong. Yeah. I think she was. That's interesting. I think she's native, but I could—I could be wrong. We can't see the movie because we rented it for forty-eight hours and it's gone. Oh fuck! It is gone. That was two days ago. That's good. Um. So okay, so the movie itself—yes—as we're talking about, I talked about pacing everything already. A little bit. Nothing should be cut out of this movie. Every frame was needed. But it was fucking long, and there was moments where I my my ADD brain would tap out. You know what I mean? We had the window open; and it was raining, and like I, I think I heard rain at one point when to look at it. Mm-hmm. And not saying what was on the screen wasn't important or powerful or potent, but it was just so 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 long. Um, what, what was that? What was what, what did I say about? Oh, okay. So we'll talk about awards. We'll talk about yeah, the yeah. awards. But um, it it was it's an important movie. I think like it's it is a movie. For for a lot of Martin Scorsese, what's it, how do you say his last name? Scorsese. His movies, I think this one is the most potent, and I feel like was a really important story, and I feel like this could possibly be a movie that is a template for like teaching, you know, a history that we don't know about. Yeah. What's he doing? He's being the spaz. What are you going? Come say hi. Come oh. say hi. Oh, he may hit him down. <laughs> hi, <he's> down. <laughs> um. Yeah, and actually, like full disclosure, this was my first Scorsese movie that I've ever seen. That I'm, I'm pretty sure. Anyway, not me. Um, Have and you seen... seen what? Hugo. Uh. Uh-uh. Okay, that was one that's like people don't realize don't realize that he did. No, I didn't realize that, but no, I've never seen Hugo. But um, I. Awards, go to awards. Let's go to awards, because oh, I think that'll help a little bit. So, it will, because there's like, a lot of the points. Hey, uh, get out of there. I mean, it's a big... Hold on. Hey, why are you looking for attention? You go. Oh, put the baby on the hand. Everybody want to see the baby? Oh, that's a baby. Just the baby. All the oh, normal. Just the baby. Implementary. Thank you. This thing's a big contender, huge contender. Um, It's a Scorsese directed film, like that already gives it an upper hand, which Um, sucks. Which I hate about award seasons. Yeah, you're gonna hate even more. It's it's even more so the fact that people think this might be Martin's last film, more than likely. Because he's dying. I mean, have you seen him? What is he now? He's old. He's he's old. Let's look that up. Hey Google. How old is Martin Scorsese? 81 years old. 81. So, it's... it's I mean, no, not to his I death. Mean, for, what I meant for, was, like, for, give it to him because he's... That's, oh, insane. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... It's already got all that behind it. It's got the Leonardo DiCaprio of it. It's got the Robert De Niro of it. Like, it's just... It's got everything that, like, makes it awards bait. And then the fact that it is, like, a pretty decent film. Did you watch The Irishman? I did not. Okay. Um... I know you said you did though, right? It did long, yeah. But that was one that I think got nominated for eleven or twelve Oscars and didn't win a single one. Yeah, I didn't win one. Um, let's go to the awards because I do have some shit to say. Yeah, I mean like similar similar to Poor Things minus maybe a couple, but I mean like well, in, not really because like picture director, adapted screenplay, actress, actor, supporting actor. um... Editing, cinematography, production design, costumes, hair and makeup, probably not. Maybe sound, score. Like, it's it's got a lot behind it as well. So, um, is it, is it up, so, are the top tier, probably most nominated this year, will be like, correct me if I'm wrong, Oppenheimer, Barbie, Poor Things, Killers. Yeah. Are those like the big ones? Yes. Okay. Alright, now, so, to talk about the uh, the awards themselves, um, we had a big debate. We okay. did, and because, I mean, the, the debate started months ago when, you know, last year, during early predictions, people were already saying that Lily Gladstone was going to win Best Supporting Actress for this movie, but then it was announced that the production company was going to be campaigning her towards lead actress instead, mm, okay. and, that's, and that's been the case for the past, you know, like, six months at least now. So, I don't listen to c- critics excuse me oh my god critics or like the science behind awards so you telling me that lets me know that it's a justifiable argument because the minute it was over I was like I don't know if she should be in lead because you told me she'd probably be in lead Mm -hmm. and then you were like oh that's actually a conversation now that being said she is worthy of a nomination and I think she's worthy of a win for supporting And because, I think one of the things, as I'm being the critic myself, I would have changed about this film was make it her viewpoint and his viewpoint. Leo's and, um, what's her name? Lily. Lily's viewpoint. Because, Ernest and Molly. We got, we were in Ernest's head and his livelihood for so long that she turned into a, a, a lovable, you know, family woman into something that was just stone and cold which obviously like she was scared of being killed her family was dying we never got into her head so what mm-hmm. and what it was the sad part was what her storyline just fuels Ernest's storyline which is the by definition for me a supporting role which is a which is not only a detriment to the story that did happen because there's a story of like native people dying it's just it's such a I think I needed a native voice in the movie for. Does that make sense? That like watching it, if I had her voice that was equal to Ernest's, I was like lead, almost lead winner. Because clearly, I'm now I'm counting for Emma Stone to win lead, but like would 100% put her up there. But I know if she's in lead, I don't want her to win for that sole fact of, in my opinion, her character wasn't a leading character, leading actress in the movie. Oh yeah, was supporting. Yeah, it's hard because it's, like, by, I think by your standards and definition, you're totally justified. I think what, it's crazy to imagine, like, this movie that's supposed to be this big, like, statement piece on historical, like, uh, tensions yeah. with Native Americans. And then for, like, the biggest Native American character in the sh- movie to be put as, like, a supporting Person rather than like a lead, it's it's like such a strange like, but is it? But that's not that's not the awards fault. That's the writers and the directors of this movie. I don't disagree because I don't disagree. for you to throw it just because of that because it, it, it this this story is about injustice that have, happened to Native population I and mean, being like well then for that it deserves leading by definition yeah. that doesn't well it's make, it's make it's, sense. it's interesting because it's like I think by putting her in in lead it's like we're kind of fixing the issue that the writers I can't stand up did yeah with regards to the movie I can't stand I mean? a band-aid you know what I mean like yeah. you know, what you should have did was adapt the book and not write I'm not sure how I'm not sure if you put them side by side how right yeah how yeah. well they go there it's probably not catching fire which is the best <laughs> book adapted into a movie um but you could took liberty and been like this is an adapted screenplay um yeah. like it like fully Used it to be a vehicle for um, her, as well as Ernest. I think both stories need to be told. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because because the downside is at the end of the movie, it was unfortunately the white men that were making the decisions at the end. Right. Which would have been such a cool like ride if you went on a ride and then her decline and him's rising would also be would be way more shaking as a person watching it being like. I was rooting for her and I'm so a- attached to her. I can go on and on and on. I, do, I don't like, by the way, and I'm going to say this because this is what I'm so passionate about. I don't like Martin. Mm-hmm. There's there's, a, there's like one or two movies that I actually love of his. I think he's somebody who clings on to like the traditional Hollywood that it's just not needed anymore. Like we're evolving as a community and as a society. Unfortunately, millennials and youngers, are, our attention spans are very short. Especially if the movie doesn't have a lot of action or gripping, yeah. Which luckily is dead. Better than The Irishman, I would guess, right? Oh, mm, yeah. No, they're the same. Because the wild thing is, the Irishman, The Departed, um, this movie—they're fucking gnarly ass stories. Mm. But he tells it in such a slow pace that you don't get enthralled as much. Personally, once again, I have eighty days, so I'm yeah. And a deficit, yeah, that was kind of I, I had said because I'm somebody who is typically slow on the uptake when it comes to like figuring out like what's gonna happen or happening in a movie and everything. And even with this, like as it was going, I was like, it's is it this obvious that this is what's gonna happen next? Cause like and that and you kind of said that's kind of Scorsese's thing where it's like he's not about twists, turns, and surprises, it's a very obvious story. But like it, the art form in which he's telling that very obvious story is what makes him such a yeah. highly praised filmmaker. Essentially, I mean, debatable. Like, I so I said this to you. I and, and somebody might get mad at me, but a vast majority of millennials, Gen Z, you ask them to name a Martin movie. Not one of them would be able to. They probably seen one or two. They couldn't name yeah. it in love. Whereas my. I'm I'm a younger millennial, I'm like at the end of the millennials, I, asking my sister just that, she'd probably say The Departed, which was right when she was, and then my mother loves her my grandmother loves, I mean him, loves him. So you know what I mean? It is a generational gap. I'm not saying he needs to change how he makes movies, but it's not going to connect an audience. Yeah. And so I am wondering, at the end of the day, how this is going to do with the Oscars, just because it is... Such a strong year, and it's such a strong year of like newer sorry newer generation filmmakers. Um and I think that this a lot of categories could kind of fall on like the just past the fifth spot. Like I I could honestly see a world where Scorsese gets booted out of director. It's it's similar to like um Oh, God, what's his fucking name for Dune? Uh, Denis Villeneuve, where everyone thought it was so obvious that he was going to be a front runner for Best Director for Dune and then doesn't even get nominated. And I think but, this could honestly be very similar, where... I, but fucking, especially Oscars, but, like, awards love a staple. They love... But we have, the thing is, though, we have so much of that this year already because we have Christopher Nolan, we got Greta Gerwig, we got Yorgos, we got... Like we no, have No those are like the what are you saying those are staples? I think they're I'm kind of like like I don't wanna say legends, but like generational like royalty. And I mean we just we kind of have a lot of that this year already. I, not, not on the level of Martin. No. No fair He's up there with, like, Steven Spielberg. Fair, right? but I th- I just think it's such a big, exciting year that I could see him missing. I, I hope see. he misses. Boom, um, I said it. Yeah, especially because I think there are other directors with, like, greater visionary stories told. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but, like, Leo, I'm not fully convinced. i want to see him make the top five for best actor. I don't need it. Um, I don't need it. Um, De Niro? I wasn't that... In um, I, I would want... Leo over De Niro, I thought Leo in, like, his prison cell scene was really, really good. But De Niro, like, I didn't find it very exciting or anything at all, yeah. and I think there are so many more supporting actors who are giving such more interesting and exciting performances this year. And the, the best performance that deserves the nomination is... Lily. 100%. Lily. yeah, yeah. And then that goes into the whole, like, are we going to do a disservice, and put her into leading? blah, 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 that whole thing. So, it's going to be interesting. It is going to be interesting. All right, let's move on to Spider-Verse. Um, so I was homesick yesterday, Yeah. and I watched this while I was working from home, what? so I didn't actually catch, like, every frame, but I got a good majority of it, I was like, you know what, it's free, I can catch up on it, mm-hmm. and finally get it in my zeitgeist, um, do you want to rank it together, based on your thoughts of it, too? Yeah. Alright, do you have it? Yeah. Alright, Three, two, two 95. Oh. oh. 85, only just because... I don't know why I did that. 85. Maybe I'll do 95. No, 85. I'm 85 only just for the sole fact of I don't want to put it in my 90s because there's some hard contenders in my 90s. That's fair. Does that make sense? So it's like it's a phenomenal movie. I personally think the first uh, amazing Spider Verse movie was uh, almost an amazing Spider Man, which is not the same. The Spider Verse movie changed the game for animated movies on the caliber of awards because like Disney has clearly dominated when it mm-hmm. comes to like and puts and it Pixar in particular and I I've actually fully loved Disney kind of faltering every now and then and mm-hmm. for somebody to come up and to compete with them. But the animation style is insane. Yeah. Insane in the best way. Like captivating artistic. Which when you watch a lot of animated movies, a lot of people will forget the fact that every frame is animated, mm-hmm. colored, painted, drawn the whole nine yards and when things just look I don't want to say normal but when it's just a movie this movie reminds you that like they use um, pop out um, statements like comic mm-hmm. book statements and different color tones and different drawings different animation styles it reminds you that this whole thing is an art form yeah yeah so I didn't see the first one so this was my first spider verse or you didn't oh you didn't see the first one no it, So the brief, like, I will say synopsis of it is just, you know, we're following Miles Morales, uh, Spider-Man again, and of course he's grown up a little bit, he's trying to get into a really good school, Um, and then uh, Gwen comes back and kind of interrupts his life, um, and she's essentially multiverse jumping with a new group of spiders, and uh, yeah, things go awry in trying to save the day and save the universe, Mm -hmm. the multiple universes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, within the first 30 seconds, I was mind-blown with the the animation. Like, I couldn't get yeah. away. And I, that's the thing. I was like, what a, what a like, exciting new art form. We, and, and I said this is why people hated Wish so much when it came to the animation. Like, if, the animation was so lazy in that movie compared to what this is doing. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, it, I thought it was brilliant. I... Enjoyed it. I enjoyed the story that I was able to follow. I'll be honest, like, especially the second half, I kind of fell out, but just because of work stuff. Um, but I was definitely blown away by the end because, like, I caught in where like he, he comes back and then, like, he tells his mom that he's Spider Man, and she's like, Who's Spider Man? and he's like, What do you mean? And, and I was just like, Oh, this dumb bitch doesn't know who Spider Man is, and then we like, fully <laughs> find out, like, he's fully in the wrong. Verse and like, yeah, his uncle is like his dad now, or whatever, kind of. Mm-hmm. And his dad's dead. <sighs> we have a sweet he voice, was, he things was things. just like running in his sleep, yeah. It and it's open up, so it was dope. And then it ended up, I literally yelled, I was like, Is that it? Yeah, I was like, We gotta wait for another one. Um, penny. <laughs> um this, this is a franchise that could go past a trilogy mainly because comic books you have so much to pull from. There's a reason why Marvel was on top for so long Like, the art of comics is um, Can they see that? (laughs) I I hope y'all can see that. We're all special on this house. (laughs) Um, The art of comics are so diverse and like enriched in storytelling that the reason why Marvel was on top for so long was they had so much to pull from. And so, like, Miles Morales in particular, but also just like Spider Man, there's so much to do with it. This, this is a movie franchise that could go find movies and not get stale. Yeah. Especially if they follow this path. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, overall, really enjoyed it. Um, it's a, like, once again, it's, it's also, I the kind of explain how I explained it to people. And by the way, I was a teacher last year, and the first movie was the movie that every kid could agree on to watch we want to watch spider Verse, which also is a testament to like the writers talking to a younger generation but also showing really good like diversity yeah i was just saying because like full, full stop like you worked in an inner city school and, yeah like, the fact that all those kids wanted to watch that story like and everybody was represented in that movie yeah and that's so it's such a visionary animation but um what was my point prior to that The way you would explain it to people. Oh, yeah. So, watching it in the movie theater, you know, a lot of adults don't like animation for what reason, I don't know, but this is a movie that, it's not just a movie that throws adult humor at you, because it's a movie that talks to everybody and makes everybody laugh, Mm -hmm. no matter what, which I think is really cool, because I think animation can take a cheap shot in making adult humor, which I do love. I love a, uh, a joke in a movie that a kid's not going to get that I get, especially when you grow up and watch it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, this is a movie where like the kids and the adults are laughing at the same thing and that's magical. Yeah. That's that's magical right now. Yeah. Like I, you know, early on in the year, I think I told you cause I, I knew you would love it. I said, Hey, like Spider-Verse is like in people's top five right now for best picture. Like a lot of people really think it's going to be like, not just in best picture, but like a, a, in the top half of best picture. It has since fallen out just because we've had fucking a slew of insanity debut over the past three months. Yeah. And a lot of people are hoping it can get in there. Um, I mean, it got into AFI. Yeah, it got into AFI. I think it got into the National Board Review. Um, did I not put that on here? I think it got into NBR. So it's showing up in a lot of places where it needs to, to like justify it getting into Best Picture. Um... I think it will. I didn't... Am I wrong? Did the first one not? It did. Um, uh, no. It did not. Oh, so it wasn't no, an, was an it, animated. It won, it won animated. Okay. But, okay. But that's it. I think that was the only Oscar it was nominated for. And so, there's a lot of things where people are like... When it comes to animated movies, if it can start picking up steam in different categories, that's like a really good sign for it. Um, What was Do, the first is one there, called? Um, just into, into, into the word Like... No, that's this one but let me see is it into the spider-verse um yeah into the spider-verse by the way like superheroes um adventures fantasy is my shit And history but not american history because that's depressing as fuck all right yeah so it was only nominated for anime feature and one won um and it, it won against who did it win against that year? I need to see the cast again. By the way, uh, it won against The Incredibles two, Isle of Dogs, Mir, Mirai, and Ralph breaks the internet. Wait, oh, so did was this movie that, the one that dethroned Disney? I'm pretty sure like Disney won. Can, can yeah, because literally like Disney won every single one that Rango won, but I don't think Disney was up for that one anyway uh no nope. nope. so disney did not so every time disney was nominated past that yeah so brave frozen big hero six and Zootopia, so coco yep Cocoa. and then yeah it lost incredibles incredibles Theory. and ralph and ralph so yeah which was deserved and it and, and honestly and like so, well it keeps winning when it comes to disney mm-hmm. disney disney um yeah and like I just there's no there's no way in fuck that Disney is winning best animated feature this year <laughs> like well I mean first we'll just talk about the I love Ariana DeBose but let's talk about the animation style and the music we try to do with that so sorry who's okay so the but the, the voice talent in this movie too was remarkable and fun to see in the first movie you know we had Catherine Hahn, what's his name from new girl uh John, Jeff Johnson, Jake Johnson, Jake Johnson, yeah. Um, and Mirage Ali was uh, in the Bruce first Halle, one, yeah. yeah. Lily Tomlin, yep. Lily Tomlin was M.A. Yep. Zoe Kravitz Brown. was M.J. John Mulaney, mm-hmm. Kamiko Glenn, Nicholas Cage, Katherine Hahn, Liv Shriver. And, and then this movie brought in just another slew of like well respected actors, which also lends to like how respected this movie and this franchise is, yeah. Um, Because Disney pulls those names. Yeah, Disney is known for pulling those names, whereas this is like, I think every character is voiced by somebody of recognition. Yeah, and like what this, what animated movies need to get a a push to get into best picture is typically like an adapted screenplay nomination coming up and like score Mm -hmm. and like visual effects sometimes. Yeah. And... I will say, I fucking love the score of this movie. I, I would love for it to get in. I don't know if it will, but I would really, really, really enjoy it if it did. Um, I'm trying to see if it got in... It's kind of... Yeah, like, Hollywood Music and Media. It won! Oh, okay, score for Animated Film. Um, so, basically, like, it needs to show up in other categories to get it in the best picture, got otherwise it. it's kind of going to just get shoehorned into Animated Feature. Mm-hmm. Um... So we'll see what happens, and I, I I think it's I think it's at risk just because it is such a busy year, with I'm, so many just so many good fucking movies. I'm gonna give it to it because I think, like I said, it's in gate. We'll t- we'll talk about it when we get to the Oscars yeah. and stuff. All right. Um, but great movies overall. I think these three are probably three movies I would recommend for people from this year. Yeah. It's the Battle of the Stones and then Spider Man. Spider Man. Um. Okay, let's talk about Critics' Choice a little bit. So the Critics' Choice nominations came out last Wednesday. Hmm. Um. Overall, like considering we had the Golden Globe noms like two days before, not too much craziness that separated them. Yeah. Um. I think probably the biggest like surprises were Best Picture. It pretty much went to all American films, like Anatomy Mm -hmm. of a Fall and Zone of Interest weren't there, even though they both showed up in drama Golden Globes. Um, No animated films were in Best Picture, so no Spider Verse and no Boy Meheran. So for Picture we got American Fiction, Barbie, Color Purple, Holdovers, Colors of Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, Poor Things, and Saltburn. And I think the really the only Two, maybe three that kind of are the interchangeables are like the color purple because it missed at Globes, but made it in here, which is good. We're seeing it in six days. Color purple, Maestro, but I mean, now that that's about to be like really out, we'll start seeing how that that, that move's chances are, mm-hmm. and then Salt Burn, and I think those three kind of kicked out what... Could be options at the Oscars, like May December, or, yeah. or one of the international films or one of the animated films. Um But not, yeah, not and like you said, not too many surprises. I think like I was stoked to see Saltburn. That's a surprise yeah, that was a great surprise. Sure, fucking love it. Uh, what else? Color um, purple. Very glad if Color Purple missed here. I mean, I'm already worried about it, but it because like it missed AFI ten, it missed mm-hmm. NBR ten, it missed the fucking Globe Musical or Comedy. It made it here, so like maybe there's still a fucking chance. Um, I was looking today; the review embargo was finally lifted as of yesterday, so every all the reviews are pouring out. Um, Metacritic, it's got a seventy right now, which isn't amazing, but it's not bad. Um, we can't wait to see. We should, like let's let's yeah. So I I know I need to stop talking about it. Reserve, just, yeah. Anyway, um, so. Fingers crossed in color purple. Um surprise Barbie? Big big surprise Barbie. Is it a surprise though? No? no. It's a great movie. A whopping record-breaking 18 nominations. It broke the record that everything everywhere I think set last year. I forget how many they had. But um, Barbie arguably saved cinema. 18. Let's go through all of them. I think I know all of them. Ready? Okay. Picture, director, actress, supporting actor, supporting actress. Screenplay, the actress. America. Okay, uh, screenplay. Um, this is cinematography, production design, editing, costume, hair and makeup, song, song. Sorry, I know I had to. Oh wait, oh yeah, song. It's three songs. Put one finger down. Yeah, I can't do math. Um, comedy. Oh, Young Actress. Um, two more? more. I'm uh, oh, i look. i oh, look. You don't look. Oh look. It's okay. I got most you of them. Oh, Ensemble. And... production design? And I did. Oh, score. Oh, yeah. So that was it. It really helps when you got three songs that are eligible. Yeah, that's fair. That's a little bit cheating, but even with that said, it's a phenomenal movie. And I what I what I like about critics over like Globes and Oscars um, and any any like uh, I don't wanna say elite but like top is critics is a. N- award show that definitely leans more towards audience attention as well as, like, yes. critical, critical This fame. is not, like, aligned whatsoever with, like, what the actual critics are, like, yeah, it, picking. I feel like it's, like, the People's Choice Awards meets, um what Hollywood's thinking. Like, it's kind of like a... Yeah! Yeah, Critics' Choice is very, like... It definitely, like you said, like, audience-friendly-esque, yeah. especially because they put on, like, a televised event. And try Whereas, it. like, SAG is, of course, just actors. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I think that hits the nail on the coffin. Because I think a lot of people are like, this is what critics are thinking. And no, because you can also kind of, like, get yourself invited to be in Critics' Choice. Remind me to um, do that. Um, The other interesting thing I found out is that for Critics' Choice... For best, for every category except for best picture, you can only write in three nominees. Oh, you have to pick three nominees and send them in, and then they figure out from there who the six nominees in each category are. And then for best picture, you get to write in five or six, I think. Okay, but you don't get to just pick them, like, you literally get to pick three. And so that's why you see some of these, like Saltburn, probably showed up because so many people were like, I need to put it as one of my few because I know other people won't. Yeah. You know, and so those mid, like May December is probably one of those mid level ones that like not enough people are so passionate about it that they want to see it there. Or the one with Jodie Foster. Naya, I mean Naya's kind of dead in the water. Honestly. What I meant but was like somebody wrote it, but well, not enough people wrote it in the same way they did burn. that Salburn. That mindset. Yes, says, yeah, yeah, What yeah, I'm yeah. saying is that like people knew it was dead in the water, so, so like one or two people wrote it, but people assumed that possibly burn wouldn't get it there. Oh yeah, yeah. It. That's yes. what I'm saying. Yeah, totally. Uh, um, so, yeah. Yeah, other thing, poor things not being an ensemble was kind of strange. Um, gonna be interesting to see how, yeah. I was trying sag, to air, that arrogant on it, because I, you know, I feel like a lot of the movies, especially the critics, I heard of and enjoy, and I heard of air, but only because of Viola Davis, but then even then didn't really think it was. Any awards contender. So when I when it when it beat out like ensemble for like things should have been there instead of Air. Of course, didn't see it. So like, like Air getting or, in or, musical comedy the Globes over Colorado. yeah. So um, random. Yeah, so random. I mean, it's it's because it's got Hollywood bait all over it with Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Michael Davis, yeah, Jason Bateman, right. So yeah. So anyways. I was just going to touch on the spreadsheet a little bit. We have, a, we have a spreadsheet, I bitch. Have a, I have a very fucked up spreadsheet. Um, so I basically went through all the, at least right now, the critics winners that have come out so far just to see like where things are falling right now. Um, Who has the most? Oppenheimer is dominating. They have 70 wins so far. I mean, hold on. Oh, you say dominating. Are those for majority technical categories? Um. Well, 10 are for director, 9 are for lead actor, 6 are for supporting actor, and then 13 are for cinematography, 10 are for score, mm-hmm. um, 9 are for. or no, 9 are for score, 10 are for ensemble. Okay. Which ensemble you, doesn't really. It doesn't doesn't matter here, but it's just interesting to look at, especially when it comes to sag. It's so interesting because um, not big novel's not a big fan of and then three adapted screenplay. So like screenplay is probably its weakest spot. But what's interesting too is like it's it's heavy in just a few spots. Like director cinematography and editing. Yeah. Or no, director cinematography Yeah, editing and score, like it's heaviest in. But like outside of that Who's it's, second. it's not the leader of picture right now. Second is actually the holdovers, love, because Dave and Joy Randolph has yet to lose a Critics Award. There is no, so, there's no other supporting actress who has won a Critics Award. That one is performance based. When when I say performance, I want to say not only is it acting, but I'm saying director's performance. In my opinion, mm-hmm. and picture's performance. In my opinion, yeah, so that one's more performance heavy over Oppenheimer. Well, um, yes, I'm looking at it now. Because... Yeah, because like, well, yeah, because everything for Holdovers is, is above the line because it's got 17 wins for Devine, four, four, four for Paul Giamatti, seven for Original Screenplay, yeah. and then two for Best Picture. So that was performance. Yeah, and in in, by my, judgment. so that's yeah. Like when you look at it, it's 20, 30, 33 above or 30 above the line wins, where Oppenheimer has. 32 above the line wins so yeah it's like depending how you look at it yeah um and then behind that uh killers of flower moon and poor things are tied from what i have actually um killers is in the lead with best picture right now just ahead of oppenheimer um it's only got one director pick at the moment Lily Gladstone is in the lead for lead actress, but Emma Stone is pretty close behind. Lily has ten wins right now. Emma has seven, and then Sandra Huller is the only other leading actress with a win right now, with three. Um It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a fun. Yeah, so I mean time. like right now. And I think this like and then Barbie is up there. Um Wait, would you be able to like take a screenshot of this and share it on the video? Maybe. Yeah, I can do that. And then Barbie... You're welcome. If he got, doesn't do it, you're not welcome. Barbie's up there. It's got five for Ryan Gosling, who is tied with Charles... And then we've got, like, a pretty strong four for supporting actor because Ryan is tied with Charles Melton with five wins. Robert Downey Jr. is just ahead with six. And then Mark Ruffalo is behind him with three. And then Barbie is way ahead in production design. It's actually... It looks like the only winner for production design in critics groups that do that award. Yeah. Um... So, it's a fun, like, sprinkling of where everything's kind of dominant right now, because we've got, I'd say, Barbie, Killers of the Flower Moon, Oppenheimer, Poor Things, and I would say the holdovers are, like, our top five. You know what I love, secretly love? Like, when there's movies that are dominating, so if it's, like, Oppenheimer and Killers and even, like, Poor Things, and then at the Oscars, there's, like, one acting category... Or what one movie that wins the one acting category? Is I'm trying to think of something that was the same. And um, that's all it wins. Yeah, it's all it wins, and it's always usually supporting, and sometimes a lead, but like it's enough to be like that movie is. And are you saying it wins Best Picture as well? No, no, no. no. Oh, okay, I'm okay. trying to say I love it. I'm trying to think of when it happened, and I'm not gonna do it on this video because it's gonna take too long. But so for Divine, it's just I feel like she's gonna win it. I mean, she's the only one who's fucking won anything she's right She's gonna now. win it, but like I think um, it might be what, the only thing Holdovers wins compared to the hype of everything else. Yeah. We'll talk about that another... Yeah. We gotta okay. go. Bye! The, the, the Holdovers is really strong in, in, in original screenplay, too. Yeah. We'll talk about this when we do awards. Yeah. Our videos, video's running long. It is running long. We're yes. about, at about an hour, so... All right, thank you so much for joining us this week. <laughs> um, we've got a great lineup this coming week. Yeah, we've, we're watching Maestro tomorrow because yeah, it's yeah. on Netflix. Yeah, um, we're going to be seeing the Color Purple on Monday, mm-hmm. and we're going to try yeah. to watch All of the Strangers, and um, we're going to try and see American Fiction, All the Strangers, some and hair and Something, and we'll, we'll try and have three movies down again before we report again. Yeah, the 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 main two are Maestro and Color Purple, Color Purple, and then. Everything else interchangeable because I also do want to watch the one with Jodie Foster. Nayan. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Jodie Foster's probably getting an Oscar nomination for it, so she so, yeah She's showing so, up everywhere. We'll bring something. It might even be four because we might just. Yeah, and then next week, Oscar short, Oscar long lists. Short list? Mm-hmm. Short list. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, look at Suki. Yeah, Oscar short lists come out on Thursday, so we'll get to go through the short list for all the, the technical categories. Yes. And that's what we'll talk about next week. Love it. Thank you all so much. And have a great holiday. Yeah, do you. Whatever you do. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Peace.